This is the She Force Show with Amy Carlson, where you will find inspiring conversations and interviews, all to help you on your path to becoming more fit, more fun, and more free. Welcome to the She Force Show. I'm your host, Amy Carlson. Today, I have my guest joining us, who I have been just so excited to converse with, and I know that you will enjoy it as well. Lynn Janae Resitas, welcome. So great to have you here. Lynn is a New York Times bestselling author and nutritionist, so this time is going to be full of fun. Welcome, Lynn. Hi, it's so great to be here. I know we've been chatting. It's been like a year now, right? Something like that. So I'm glad to finally be here. It's an absolute delight. You know, the anticipation has just been building. So it's great. I would love to start off with, how did you, how did you get on this path? Well, once upon a time, um, no, seriously, um, I grew up, um, my mother had mental illness and I had chronic migraines and I saw the system failing her and the system was failing me. So when I was 11, which was 47 years ago, when I was 11, I started practicing yoga. And I think from there, I just kind of naturally transitioned to um, eating a more conscious lifestyle. So I became a vegetarian and I was working at this health food restaurant, baking and just, you know, came into cahoots with all these wonderful hippies from the 70s and 80s. And so um, I was just exposed to a world of health. And my migraine stopped and I felt amazing. Energy was great. And uh, I, I started to want to get to know more. So when I was about 18, I started studying herbology and homeopathy. And to me, that was just beyond fascinating. You know, I'd read these authors who were like, you know, God has given us everything we need on this earth. Everything we need is right here on this planet, which is a very life-affirming, you know, saying. So, um, and then from there, I became friends with this woman who practiced shiatsu, and she happened to work with a mutual friend and put her stomach cancer in remission just using shiatsu. And I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. And um, when I was 25, I just had a lot of extra money and a lot of extra time. So I was a bartender in New York, make a lot of money. And I'm like, well, let me study this. And it was beyond eye-opening. I think we've all been in this situation where we hear something or we study something and it just resonates. And it's just like, that's it. Thank you for putting me on this path. And while I never, sorry about that, while I never, um, really wound up practicing shiatsu that much, I did get to understand Chinese medicine and how in TCM, they, um, they organize nutrition. And the way they do nutrition is on a very bio-individual approach. So if your liver was deficient and your spleen was excessive, you would incorporate these foods. And I'm like, well, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. But I just kind of put that off to the side and I was working as a nutritionist um, probably about the time I was about 28. And um, I was like every other nutritionist. Healthy foods made you healthy. And if you gained weight, it was that cheeseburger that you had two weeks ago, you know, stuff like that. 
And um, and so I was giving people the standard advice, paracone, half sand, you know, all that stuff. But everything changed in 2007 when I opened up a holistic health center in Harlem. And it was very community oriented, you know, I worked stuff on a sliding scale and we had children's classes. So we, we kind of had the whole family coming in and a lot of people did not have a lot of money. So I felt like I needed to go 110% for them. And uh, so I said, you know what, just email me every day how you're doing. Just let me know. So I've always done um, a three-day food-based cleanse. And it was amazing. People who lose five, seven, 10 pounds, you're eating until you're full, you feel great. And then hopefully you keep eating healthy foods after that. That's the idea. But what I started to see in real time was that healthy foods were causing major weight gain, but it wasn't only major weight gain. There was an accompanying physiological response that was not great. So I remember working with this one mom. She was suffering from severe depression. She was a writer. She just felt like she was an awful mom. She couldn't get it together. She was a vegetarian. So after we did the three-day cleanse, she went and had for dinner black beans. And she immediately became depressed. And the next day she stepped on the scale and she was up two pounds. Wow. So not rocket science, don't eat black beans. But then I started to see, wow, when this person has salmon, they gain two pounds. And when this person has asparagus, they gain 1.4 pounds. And when people, you know, eat strawberries, they gain 0.8. So I just started to track what was happening and not wanting people to be in pain or gaining weight. Um, I started to take the menus that they were compiling for themselves and start to tweak them. And I was lucky enough to start... Um, Thanks to one of my yoga students, um, she introduced me to her mother-in-law and she bought her a month of nutrition with me. And this was a very vibrant Latina. I mean, she was just firecracker, but she had debilitating rheumatoid arthritis. Mm -hmm. So there was like a real dampening of her spirit. And uh, she went on the plan by about eight days in, arthritic pain, gone. And wow. all of a sudden she just becomes herself again. And she was editor-in-chief for a bunch of magazines and at this publishing house. And so everybody was like, what are you doing? You look amazing. You're vibrant. You're happy. You're laughing. You're lean. And so she just started telling people one after another. And I, I must have worked with every single editor-in-chief for every single magazine at Meredith Publishing. And that was great. Um, but it wasn't until that I worked with Leslie Jane Seymour. Um, who was editor-in-chief of an amazing magazine, which I miss very much. It was called More Magazine. And it was targeted for women over 40. And it didn't fluff anything up. It didn't dumb anything down. It was just real information for women at a certain age. And um, so she went and she did the plan with me. And we're going through by day 14. She's like, I've got it. We're done. I'm like, Actually, we're supposed to do 30 days. She's like, no, I've got it. That's it. And I was like, okay, you're the boss. And um, she just kept on it, creating her own version of it, which is really what I want. And um, she's like, I need to write an article about you. And so she fought for a year wow. with the company to try and get an article about me. And I think because she fought for so long, she's like, that's it. I'm going to just go all out. So 
Um, she had, you know, the editor always has like a page where they mention a bunch of people. I was the first time I was the only thing they talked about. And then they did this in-depth interview. And I remember one of the things that just elicited such a spark, such a response in people when I said oatmeal is the devil. Because most people that I was seeing that were eating oatmeal were gaining two pounds. And if you're eating oatmeal to lower your cholesterol and it's inflammatory for you, it's actually going to raise your cholesterol. So that was great. The next day I woke up to about 6,000 emails in my inbox and people just saying, thank you. Every time I ate oatmeal, I felt awful, but my doctor said, keep doing it. And I'm putting on weight and doctors saying, well, you're cheating. And they're like, I'm doing everything right. Why is my body betraying me? So I'd always been interested in inflammation and the prevailing theory at that time was that inflammation, uh, obesity caused inflammation. But what I was seeing in real time was inflammation was causing obesity. It was triggering whatever is part of the physiological makeup that you're trying to avoid and was also causing premature aging. And when you would identify those foods, which would elicit a response literally within minutes of eating it, they would start to feel better immediately. Because as I say, until you die, your body always wants to heal. And, um, and that it was just, it was so wonderful. It was wonderful to see so many people saying, I knew I shouldn't be eating apples. My mom said I should eat apples. I should be having cookies. And so it was just it brought back a lot of joy in people's life that were thinking, I'm doing everything so perfectly. Um, I'm still gaining weight. I'm still getting sick. I've got autoimmune disease. I've got thyroid problems. I've got hot flashes. And then to be able to identify the healthy foods that are working for you and kicking them to the curb, that creates such a, a feeling of getting back to your body. Your body's not the enemy. And for many people over the age of 35, we see our body failing us when in fact, it's just more sensitive to varying stimuli. Because if you think about it, um, we haven't evolved that much since we were hunters and gatherers. And you would be like a senior citizen if you hit 30, right? Most people died around 20 to 25. So our body's processes have not evolved enough to adapt to a life as we age. So what we need to do is just be more mindful of the exercise that we're doing. You can't over-exercise. The diets that you did in your 20s are probably not going to work in your 40s and 50s. And that's okay. But there isn't enough of a template, what do I do when I'm older? And that's where I came in. Oh, that's so awesome. I, I hadn't heard that full story. Um, I'm and personally, I am so thankful that all of this came together so that you could, I'm guessing that um, from that huge response when you woke up to all those emails, that then writing a book was a pretty, you know, it's like, yeah, okay, now it's time for this. And that's how I found you. I think it was back in 2016 when I heard about the plan just, I'll, I'll never forget the moment that I heard about it because then once I got it, it made such a difference in my life because I'd been one of those people all of my life, uh, looking for the right diet, looking for the right form of exercise, 
um, and never quite landing on it. I read this book. I did the 21 days. I mean, things shifted immediately. And now whenever I feel kind of off track, out of balance, I just go back to what I learned in that. And I tell any, when any of my clients are going through something, I tell them, you got to check this out. So personally, I am so grateful, but I can only imagine that the things you were coming across were so contrary to what mainstream nutrition news was saying or exercise news. Yes. Um, I actually had to edit out a lot of what I wanted to put in the book because they were already, okay, you're a witch doctor. Because, you know, nobody was talking about gut yeah. function, thyroid, and inflammation then. So, but they knew that it worked. And I had the conviction, I know this works. I don't actually care what you think about me. It works. And so I was lucky enough to get a book deal. And I published the book, Crickets. Crickets. And I had a really part of the publishing company. They had a great PR team. And they were pitching me to everyone. And they look, we love what she's saying. It's really interesting, but we can't have her on because we're telling people to eat salmon. We're telling people to eat Greek yogurt. So there was nothing happening. I was like, oh my God. And, and by the way, for anyone that does write a book and it falls on crickets, just keep going for it because at some point, somebody is going to say, yes, what you're doing and what you're saying is important. Well, for me, lucky enough, Dr. Oz heard about me and he said, this is really interesting. What she's doing is she's tying together a lot of principles, Ayurvedic, Chinese medicine, holistic, herbology, and then just creating something that's unique and personalized. So uh, he had me on his show. And, and just for my nutritionists out there, the biggest day for nutrition, launching anything, is the first Monday after New Year's. So I was on his show. Um, I think it was like January 6th. And all the people that wanted nothing to do with me, after that, immediately New York Times bestseller. Everybody's begging me to be on their shows. And so that was really exciting because not only did I get to help people here and in Canada, but um, the plan wound up being published in 15 languages. So it's helped people all over the world. And what's amazing with that is that this concept that I developed in this little studio in Harlem has really not changed that much. It has changed a little because maybe one year there's more pesticides in spinach or something going on with corn. So every year I do update the days one through 20, just what I'm seeing is happening in India and what I'm seeing is happening in Singapore. And I incorporate all of that so people can keep on top of their health with the latest news. Wonderful. And what is the, you know, we'll have this with the, um, the show notes as well, but just even speak it out loud right now too. What's the best way for people to connect with you? Well, um, I just got my Facebook page back. I was hacked. So that was 30. I, I felt like they were friends, 30,000 friends that I lost, but it's back now. Yay. Um, and the great thing about me is that I think there's only one other person in the world that has my name, Lynn Jeanne. So pretty much if you type in Lynn Jeanne, 
you know, my website's going to come up or my social media is going to come up. And I try to, as much as possible, give people the support that they need. And so there's, um, you know, a certain simple amount of support that I can give. Some people need more support and that's when they start to work with me or one of my staff. But let's say you read the book and it brings up a bunch of questions. You know, pop onto Facebook or email my office and we will help you as much as we can um, without overstepping what we know because we're not working with you one-on-one. Oh, that's fantastic, which is exactly how I have found you to be, is when I reached out to you, you got back to me and you are so down to earth. You, in your videos, when I watch you on Instagram too, you are not unapproachable you talk about what's going on in your life as well and i think that is so key to what has made you uh, pay attention when you had your location in harlem and you were noticing these little things and you had those personal touches that is just who you are wanting to know how they were doing on a daily basis and that's how this all came about i mean how beautiful is that I think what worked is I'm really super hyperactive and I'm also a huge introvert. So it's easy for me to connect with people, you know, via email or via phone or via social media. And then I just stay in my home. That's me. (laughs) So, you know, we all have magical ways that we interact with people and we disseminate information. And I'm a big believer of not following the standard route, unless, of course, your route is the standard route. So it's okay to be a little weird. I, I totally follow that as well. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's one of the things that really connected me as soon as I opened your book um, to see that what you were coming up with was different than what the mainstream was. And so things like that have always attracted me. Um And then do you mind speaking a little bit about exercise as well? Um, Because I, I, I love the way that you go about this too. Again, a little different than what mainstream, how they speak of what the one size fits all exercise plan. Thank you for bringing that up. So once again, when I wrote the plan, people are like, that's it. You can't throw any more stuff in. So I have to keep it really simple you know, don't exercise more than half an hour, a few times a week. But then once I have the traction for the plan, I'm like, okay, now I can go into the thyroid. Now I can go into metabolism. Now I can go into exercise. And most people over the age of 40 are not exercising at all because they think that they need to spend an hour a day in the gym, six days a week, or they're exercising so too much because that's what they've been taught. If you want to lose weight, if you want to gain muscle, if you want to be healthy, you have to pound at the gym. But the same processes that slow down as we age, like digestive enzymes and stomach acid and saliva, we also start to slow down in enzymatic production to deal with oxidative stress of exercise. And because we're aging anyway, we're already, frankly, in a state of mild inflammation. And then we have all the stressors. I'm much more stressed at 58 than I was when I was 20, right? So all of these things keep piling up. So I wind up uh, writing the metabolism plan and I try to pinpoint the varying stimuli that cause cortisol to rise in you. 
Are you getting enough sleep? Are you exercising too much? Are you not exercising at all? Um, are you eating inflammatory foods? All of these things can allow you to create a bio-individual template. Because when it comes to the field of research, um, women were not ma mandated to be included in um, many clinical studies until the 90s. So if you have a doctor that say is in his 50s, he has very little to no knowledge about women's issues. Um, there aren't that many studies that really that are in textbooks are about men in their 50s, 60s, and 70s. That needs to be done. I was reading um, the other day about this exercise study that was done on Finnish men from 18 to 25. And they took that information. They said, you need to do this. Well, I'm not Finnish. I'm not a man. And I'm not 25. So too much of the information that we receive one can be sponsored by a group um, that has financial benefits involved with that. Or two, they're just using information that doesn't extrapolate to you. So when all the information came out about uh, how well in wheat people were doing eating salmon, that's because they had to evolve to utilize salmon as their main food. And if they did it, they died. And some people died. And the ones that didn't do great with salmon. But once again, I'm not in wheat, so that doesn't apply to me. And so I always tell people, you know, it's great to read research. It's great to see what's going on, but note who's doing the study. Are they getting paid for it? Is it sponsored by a company? And does that information have anything to do with you or your lifestyle? That's a good point. <laughs> yes. So. What's next for you? Do you have any anything new coming up or something, whether it's personal, professional? Um, well, I, I was really excited to, I have a, a very large um, Persian fan base. So I self-published my metabolism plan workbook in Farsi, which is fun. So I'm going to do more things like that. People that aren't able to access my information, you know, getting a native speaker and translating it. Um, but you know, it's always, I'm still always compiling data and there's always new information and research that's coming out and I always wind up testing it. So when coconut oil was a big thing, I'm like, Oh my God, this sounds so cool. So I tested coconut oil and almost universally it was inflammatory. So that is huge. That can have a huge impact, right? The MCT, usually coconut oil. So all of these things that we are unknowingly consuming or doing uh, on a daily basis, trying to be healthy can be the very things that are making you sick and overweight. So thanks to, you know, the stockpile of stuff that's being thrown to us every day, I will probably be doing that for the rest of my life. Um, but I'm also working with a company that is uh, developing uh, a product of AI and they are going to make a little, AI lingerie bot. So that will be really interesting when it comes out because that will allow more care um, at a lower cost to a lot of people that need it. And that's always one thing I've always been about. Your, your care and your health should never be limited by financial resources. And all too often it is. Oh my goodness. What an interesting way. Um to use AI 
And I can just, as soon as you said that, I can just see it and how that could definitely help many more people at, in just an easier way. It's really fun too, because they're, they're not only saying, well, upload all your books, upload every lecture that you've given. They say upload the way you talk to clients because we want to capture your voice because it's your voice that is such a big part of what makes you successful and what makes you resonate with people. So I think, well, there's a lot to be scared about, about AI. I think that there's a lot to really be excited about. Yeah, for sure. Oh my goodness. That's amazing. I will be looking for that. And uh, I'll, put you, I'll put you in the beta test group. Oh, oh great. I love that. Oh my gosh. Lynn, this has been such a pleasure to speak with you, to hear your your uh, more of your story, um, to also get to witness your heart, you know, in right here in real time and um, your vision that you have for a healthy, happy world. I just appreciate you being here today. I think one thing I, I, I want to say, and I, and I say this a lot, um, if you're eating healthy foods most of the time, if you are trying to take care of yourself most of the time and you feel like your health is slipping away, that's your body saying, I love you. Something that you're doing is not working. And all I'm doing is I'm giving you the tools to identify what that thing is. So tune in. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> Oh, gosh, what a pleasure, Lynn. Thank you so much for all that you do. And um, I look forward to getting this episode out so more people can hear your wisdom and your humor and your heart. You're such a love. It's been really, really fun. And I hope this helps the people that you work with because I know how much they value you. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Lynn. Pleasure. Hey, thanks for listening. So, if you happen to live in the area that I live in, Billings, Montana, we are doing a live event over the weekend of November 5th. So, on Sunday, November 5th, from 1 to 3 p.m., we're hosting a color confidence workshop where you will walk away with not only your personal colors for the next phase of your life, but your personal colors for your health, your financial goals, and your overall happiness. So join us if you can. There is more information in the show notes. And as always, know yourself, be yourself, free yourself. Hey, thanks for listening to the She Force Show. If you'd like more information about what we do, you can go to our website, www.sheforcecoach.com. Be sure to follow or subscribe to our show on your podcast app of choice. Until next time.